In Jesus' name, amen. I want to start today with a simple question that I want you to consider, uh, something I, I want you to honestly think about, and that is, what is at the center of your life? Something I've been thinking about in light of our reading for today, and some, a question I think is awfully important, right? What is at the center of our lives? What is at the core of who we are? Uh, another way to get at that would be to ask ourselves, what is it that defines us and drives us? Right? Or what is that thing that just kind of consumes your life, that you're living for, the thing that comes to mind that you can't stop thinking about when you have a, a quiet moment? What is at the center of your life? If, if you're having trouble being honest, answering that question, I think sometimes it is hard to be honest with ourselves. Uh, maybe think about how the other people in your life would answer that for you. Right? Or maybe just go ask them. Go say, hey, what is at the center of my life? Uh, how do you see what's most important to me? And maybe you'd be surprised with what they say. Uh, because the truth is, we put lots of things at the center, right? We let lots of things define us and drive us. For, for some of us, maybe it's a sport, sports team, right, that we love to watch. And everything kind of revolves around Sundays. And we would drop anything uh, to, to watch and cheer on our team. Or maybe it's a hobby, right? We're living for the weekend the, and the opportunity to meet up with friends and, and uh, play basketball or go fishing or, or scrapbooking, whatever. It is. Uh, maybe it's our career. I think for many of us, that's a, a big thing that takes a central role in our lives. It defines us and it drives us. Uh, for others of us, maybe it's money. Maybe it's family. Right? Maybe family is like that most important thing to us. Lots of things that we put in the center of our lives. And, and all of those things I just talked about, these are good things, right? So I don't want to <laughs> suggest otherwise, right? I have all of those things in my life. They're gifts from, from God. They're good. But each of those things I mentioned were not meant to be at the center. They were not meant to be at the core of who we are. They were not meant to define us and drive us. So I want us to think today about what is taking that central role. And I don't know what it is for you, but I knew, do know what it was for the Jewish people of Jesus' day. In Jesus' day, what was at the, the center of, of most Jewish people's life were, were, were three things. Three things took that central role. And it was temple worship. So going to the temple to make your sacrifices and your offerings. It was circumcision, so circumcising the, the boys at eight days old. And it was obeying and honoring the Sabbath day, making sure you took 24 hours to do no work. And it was these three things that, that gave them an identity, right? It marks them as different. No one else in, in the ancient world in that time was going to one temple in Jerusalem to make their sacrifices. No other culture was circumcising their boys. No other culture had a, a practice as set in stone as the Sabbath day, right? These were markers that set them apart as God's people. It gave them that identity. It said, you are a child of God. And, and these three things is also what drove them, right? It was three ways that allowed them to show God their faithfulness. Right? By going to the temple, circumcising their boys, and, and honoring the Sabbath, they were saying, Lord, we love you, and we want to follow you, and we'll do whatever you say, as crazy as it sounds. And some of those things did sound crazy to much of the world, and maybe even today. And these things were at the core, at the center of their lives. And each of these things was, were good things, right? They were. And, and they were either commanded by God or given to the Jewish people by God, right? It was good to have this temple where God's presence was, where, where their sins could be atoned for. It was good to have this mark of circumcision that, that set them apart as, as God's family. It was good to have a day of rest. But none of these things, none of them was meant to be at the center. And you see, when, 
When we put anything other than Jesus at the center of our lives, things very quickly get off track and get out of whack. And Jesus reminds us today that he is meant to be at the center of our lives. And and not only at the center of, of our lives, but at the center of everything we do. And he shows us that today as he talks about the Sabbath day. We read two stories for for today's reading about the Sabbath day. And Jesus makes it clear that he is meant to be at the center of how we understand the Sabbath day. And he shows uh, the religious leaders and his disciples that if Jesus isn't, if he's not at the center of of the Sabbath day and our observance and our understanding of it, then then we're just going to get it wrong. Right? We're not going to be able to make sense out of it. And this good day will very quickly and very easily become a bad day. It will become a, a burden rather than something to celebrate and rejoice in. And so both of these stories show that. The, in the first story, Jesus is walking with his disciples through some farm fields. And as his disciples are walking, maybe it had been a long day or it was just time to eat. And they begin to, to pluck some of the grain from the farm fields around them. And, and they rub it through their hands to take off the outer layer so they can pop it in their mouth and and eat it and satisfy their hunger. And uh, while they're doing this, some of the religious leaders watch Jesus' disciples doing this, and they're not happy because what the disciples are doing, they consider, according to their traditions, to be work. They, They put that in the category of harvesting grain, which is something you were not supposed to do on the Sabbath day. It was supposed to be a day of rest. Jesus makes it clear, though, that he is at the center of the Sabbath day. And in this story, he makes it clear that he is the one who gets to call the shots about what's allowed and what's not allowed, what's work and, and what's not work, right? That, that their traditions that they had built up around the Sabbath day were, were meaningless, right? And he says at the end of the story, he says, the Son of Man, which is a reference to himself, he says, the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. Right? He is the, the master over it all. He puts himself firmly in the middle of our understanding of what it means to observe and keep the Sabbath day. And and the next story, I think, only builds on that and and shows it even clearer how he is meant to be at the center of it. And so in the next story, Jesus heals a man with a withered hand. Now that might seem strange to you that some people considered that work, but the reason they did that was, uh, of course they would have allowed, the religious Jewish leaders of Jesus would have allowed healing to happen if it was absolutely necessary, right? In order to save someone's life. Of course, you could work on the Sabbath for that. They weren't that cruel. But this man had obviously been, uh, uh, his hand had had been like this for some time, and it wasn't an immediate need, right? Jesus could have done it on Monday or Tuesday or or, or Wednesday, any other day but the Sabbath day, right? And so for them, this fell in the category of work because it wasn't absolutely necessary. But again, Jesus shows that because they don't see him at the center of the Sabbath day, they don't understand what the day is truly about. See, Jesus knows that the Sabbath day was always a day from the very beginning. It was a day that was meant to point people to the, to the rest and the wholeness and the healing that is found in God that, that was coming in the Messiah. And, and now that the Messiah had come, that Jesus was here, right? Jesus knows that it's a day that is meant to continually point back to him. It's a day that's meant to reflect his, his wholeness, his healing, his peace, his rest. And they don't see that. The other religious leaders, they don't get that which means that they don't get the Sabbath day, which means that this good day has become a bad day. Instead of a day of celebration and thanks, become a burden that they've put upon themselves and upon the people. It's become a day of worry where everyone's wondering, if I take in the right amount of steps, can I do this? Can I not do this? Right? It's a, a day that, 
that actually has prohibited really good things like the healing of this man. It's not what it was for. And until you see Jesus at the center of the Sabbath day, it won't make sense. The good day will become a bad day. Jesus is meant to be at the center of our lives and at the center of everything we do. And if he's not, everything kind of falls apart. Now for us, most of us, uh, I don't know about you, I guess I should just speak for myself. Uh, For most of us, Sabbath observance and temple worship and, and circumcision, these things are not at the center of our lives like they were in Jesus' day. Uh, Again, though, we put a lot of other things in that central position, whether it's a hobby or a a sports team or or whether it's money or a career or even our family. And when we've given those things that central role and when we've taken Jesus out uh, of how we view those things, the central position of those particular things, well, uh, those things can get off track and out of whack, too. So let me just give you uh, three examples, right? So again, for some of us, our careers are that central thing. And for some of us, Jesus is not at the center of our careers. And when he's not, right, things can become problematic. When, when Jesus is not at the central, in the center of your career and your calling, your vocation in life, then, then very quickly those callings and those vocations can simply become a, a means to an end, right? There's something to just kind of slog our way through and, and get past. And so you see that, right? Many people are just working for the weekend, biding their time Monday through Friday uh, until Saturday and Sunday, right? Or, or our careers are something we just need to get through until we can get to retirement and then we can really start living. Or, our, our careers without Jesus at the center can become these places of bitterness and anger and, and disappointment. Uh, likewise, um, alternatively, actually, if, if Jesus isn't at the center of our careers, then, then our careers can become the, these places of unhealthy pride where we put our identity and our, our, our meaning in life in them, right? Become a place of bragging and, and boasting, at least when things are going well. But What then would happen if we lose the job or we're sent home one day? Then everything falls apart. But when Jesus is at the center of your career, then our careers can become these amazing places where we can be used by God to love our neighbor and glorify our Savior and and to meet the the needs of our communities and and of our families, right? Then they can become a place of fulfillment and, and purpose in life but only when Jesus is at the center. The same could be said of of how we we view our political world today. I don't need to tell you that for many of us, politics is something that causes angst and anger or confusion or sadness or or fear, right? But it doesn't have to be that way. Not Not when we see Jesus at the center. When Jesus is at the center of how we view everything, including our politics, right, then we will see that it's in Jesus that we find our security and our hope and our protection. And so we won't look to our politicians for those things. And instead, we'll, we'll see that God works through our politicians and our leaders to bring order and keep peace. And we'll be free to pray for our politicians without the anger and the angst and the worry and the fear. Because we'll know that everything we need is found in Jesus. Finally, I think the same can be said, and the same will be said of our families. Without Jesus at the center of our our families, uh, sometimes what we end up doing is is putting these burdens on our families unintentionally that they were never meant to carry, right? We look to our families for identity. Uh, We we look for them to to fulfill us uh, in in ways that they just can't. Or without Jesus at the center, even our families can become places of bitterness and anger, right? Sometimes it's those who are closest to us who can hurt us the deepest and and let us down in some really painful ways. But when Jesus is at the center, when we look to him 
for, for identity and purpose and meaning, when we focus on the gifts that are ours in him, right? Then our, then our families can become these beautiful places where we are able to receive and reflect the love of Christ. I think there are very few places like our families that, that we experience the love of Christ in such tangible ways than, than with those that we love in our families. But again, only when Jesus is at the center. Jesus is meant to be at the center of everything we do. He's meant to be at the center of our lives. We're meant to look to him and trust and, and faith to look at his life, his death, his glorious resurrection, and, and see that forgiveness and life is ours in his name. We're, we're meant to, to watch him and listen to him. And when we do, life goes easier. We're, we're meant to live like him and emulate him, follow his example, so that the needs of our neighbors can be met, so that we can love them as, we, as they were meant to be loved, so that we can bring glory to God. How wonderful it is when Jesus and his work for us is at the center of our lives. When his cross takes that central role defining us by what he's done for us on our behalf. All right, well, I, I want to close our time today by uh, answering a question that maybe you're thinking of right now. Uh, I say that, maybe you're not, but I say that because very often when the Sabbath comes up in a reading, I get asked uh, one particular question, and that is, do I need to keep the Sabbath? Right? Is this something that's still commanded by God, uh, or is it something that because of Jesus we don't need to worry about? Right? Uh, and, and some might say that, that because our rest is found in Jesus, not a day, then we don't have to worry about taking a Sabbath day. And uh, here's how I would answer that. Well, actually, before I answer it, I should say that I am speaking to you not as one who is above you in this regard. Uh, for most of my life, to be quite honest, the Sabbath day wasn't something I really thought much about. I probably still don't think about it as much as I should. Um, and it's something I struggle with. Maybe like you, we live in a world that is very busy, that is always on the go. There's so much to fill our lives with. And maybe like you, I feel this temptation to think that I'm more important than I am, right? That I need to keep working. Because everything's up to me, and, and I can't let my family or my church or, or, or my God down, right? And so I feel this temptation to think of myself more highly, my work more highly than I should. So what I say to you is not as one who has got it all figured out, who's perfect in this regard. But, but I say this as, as one who wants to make Jesus the center of my life. I really do. And I, I don't just want to think one thing about Jesus or teach one thing about Jesus, right? In this case, I don't want to just think that I have rest in Christ and tell other people that we can rest in him, but then not live that out in my life, not embody that in my weekly rhythms. So here's how I would answer the question. I would actually answer the question of, do I need to observe the Sabbath day by asking another question? And here's something that I think about for myself, and that is, what kind of witness am I giving? Or what message am I sending when I do not take a Sabbath day? when I just work and work and work and work, right? What am I saying when I do that? And I think by not taking a Sabbath day, what I'm saying is, is that I'm more important than God, right? He took a Sabbath day after all. He took a day of rest and everything turned out more than okay. So why should I think that, that I need to keep on working? What I'm saying by not taking a Sabbath day is that I don't believe that rest is mine in Christ and that I need to keep on going and going and going, I'm, I'm not trusting that God will watch out for me and protect me and keep everything in control if, should I stop working for 24 hours, right? I'm, I'm not embodying, living out the faith that I have, the trust that Jesus is my rest. 
Alternatively, again, what message am I giving? What witness am I showing when I do take a day of rest? And I think that witness is powerful. By, by stopping my work for 24 hours, what I'm saying to myself and to God and to the world is, yes, I believe it. I believe that rest is mine. I believe that I don't need to keep on going and going. I believe that my work is not all that important in light of the work of Jesus. I'm saying, yes, I believe that the work of Christ on the cross and, and from that tomb for me is all that I need that I am a beloved child, that God is in control, that I am forgiven and set free, and that my life only finds purpose and meaning in light of the work of Christ. So maybe that's my challenge for you. It's uh, something that I'm challenging myself with too, and that is to, to keep that Sabbath day. Not as a box to check, right? Not as a command that we must follow in order to earn God's favor, keep him happy or appeased, right? But we keep the Sabbath day because we want to make Jesus the center of our lives. And we use it as a day to focus our hearts and our minds on him. It's a way of embodying our faith, our belief in Christ. That his is the work that defines us and drives us. Dear friends, how wonderful and beautiful it is to have Jesus, our sacrificial Savior, at the center because when he is, everything makes sense, and life goes well, and eternity and grace and love are ours. In Jesus' name, amen.